Welcome to Row 60 at Georgia Football Podcast. My name is Clark Gaines. Joining me today, as always, Adam Thornton. Let's go. And this is show number 44. Boom, 44, Clark. The most important one to date, man. SEC Championship, Clark. Hey, I want everybody just to realize how sacred of a show this is going to be because of what, how sacred of a game that Georgia's going to be playing in Saturday. Clark, I think people in our generation don't realize the importance of winning a Southeastern Conference title. Something here in the Southeast that we dream of growing up, Clark, because me and you, we grew up in the air that the SEC Championship has been a part of our whole lives, man. And hey, they were hard to come by. Hard to come yeah. by even the parents in them starting off uh, when we were younger growing up and now it's coming about an annual thing man and we need to hey we need to experience the excitement of it of just getting fired up this week hey an extra time to watch the georgia bulldogs play there's going to be 12 other teams in this conference you know what they're going to be doing saturday court watching they're, the going dogs. To be, they're going to be watching the dogs man they're going to be watching the dogs and the tigers play on their couch sipping on some hot cocoa <laughs> or something man and getting ready for christmas talking about god knows what that's what those <laughs> fans are going to be doing they're not going to be in atlanta you're going to be in atlanta or you're going to be in front of your tv with the ones you love most, cheering on the dogs for another Southeastern Conference title card. One we hadn't done since 2017, and something I want to have seen done here more frequently is win SEC titles, man. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you could argue it's harder to win an SEC championship or just as hard as to win a national championship card. So, a heck of an opportunity we got coming up. Everybody needs to get focused. Everybody needs to get their minds right and enjoy it and really just dial it in this week. Crank it up about five notches, Clark. <laughs> get fired. Hey, and you know what? You know, I, I got to say one more thing. Clark. I gotta okay. say one more right. thing. Can I say it? Yes, go for it. Hey, this might hurt some feelings, man. Uh-oh. This might hurt some feelings, but you know, I, a lot of people have been talking about this World Cup soccer deal, man. And I'm, Ooh, I'm, I'm all Adam. for. I'm all for Clark. Now, I, trust me, I'm all for getting behind the United States of America, man, yeah. in any type of competition. And I'm all for people enjoying what they love, man. But let, hey, it, this is football season, man. <laughs> it is conference championship weekend. Let's talk about football, man. And I know the World Cup only comes around once every four years, man. But let's focus on the dogs baby yeah and so, and well look, look. Hey, look i'm sorry i'm sorry i hate to be said it's something i've been thinking about lately that i've heard people some chatter about i don't understand soccer i know people love it and that's fine that's great but hey it's time to focus yeah. on what matters and what matters is a georgia southeastern conference championship baby i will personally give mm. all the row 60 listeners who are mm. watching the world cup a free pass on tuesday night or actually i think it's tuesday at two U.S. is playing Iran. We've got to win that game in order to advance. But, Adam, you're right. It is championship week. We've got a big week on the horizon and a lot to talk about on the American show. football, baby. Let's go. Yes. Crank it up. Yes. Woo! The best sport on earth. College football. College American, American football, football, baby. Not pronounced it football. It doesn't get any better than this, Clark. Yep. The big stage, man. <laughs> Let's go turn the heat up this episode, Clark, because yep. I'm juiced. I'm going to be more juiced than I have been because, hey, man, this is it. This, this is, is it. what we've been waiting on. This has been the goal since the beginning of the season when we started this season of Row 60 in July, Clark. Right. And, hey, here we, are. here we are. Here we are. The week going into SEC Championship and beyond. Postseason play, baby. This is where legends are made. Yes. This is where people step up, and this is where they become a part of Georgia lore, Clark. It's what you do from this point forward the next three games. Good Lord willing, man. So let's roll. Hey. Let's roll. A lot to get to, man. So I'll, I'll come. Calm it down. I'll take it down a couple <laughs> notches right now where we get into the show. Everybody buckle up. Get ready. Get fired up. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. Another 12-0 and 0 season, Adam. Woo! Unblemished. It's uh-huh. amazing. 
Walking out of Sanford Stadium the other day was a great feeling. We've done was. it two times in a row. Yeah, man. Two times in a row. Uh, listen to this. Georgia <sighs> has gone 12-0 in the regular season only two other times. 1980 and yep. last year, 2021. And both times, Adam. Both times we have won a national championship. A national championship, Clark. Hey, I like that. Let's make it three. Make it Let's three. make it three. Make Great it three. opportunity to do it, baby. So three. Yeah, I love it. Three more games to get yes. a third national championship. That's baby. it. That's it. So 12 and 0 Stetson post game. He said this. We didn't enter this season trying to go 12 and 0. We want to go 15 and 0. That's right. That's man. a good attitude that, to have. And hopefully the whole team has that kind of attitude. That's right, Going forward. That's right. Just take it one at a time, man. That's it. Hey, every week, every week you're just taking it one at a time. You're just chipping away. We keep chopping, Clark. Keep chopping, keep chopping baby. baby. Yes. Keep chopping that wood and you're getting that's there. Right. And hey, that's where we're at right now. Yeah. With a heck of an opportunity on Saturday in Mercedes Benz Stadium to do it and then line up to play again in Mercedes Benz Stadium on New Year's Eve. Yeah. This is why we love this yes, sport. Yes, absolutely. Well, Georgia just beat. Tech, the techies, the nerds, 37 to 14 yes, in Sanford Stadium this past Saturday. It was a pleasant day, a great game. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the atmosphere in just a second. Some fun facts, offense, defense, and special teams performances. We've got Georgia versus LSU preview. Uh, I'm talking about the Bayou Bengals. Last week's pick'em. Boy, were there some fun games. And we got one majorly wrong. Talking about that later. Yeah, we did. Some postseason yeah, did. chatter. And then this week's pick'em. And then, last but not least, a score prediction. So, a lot, a lot of stuff we got to get through, Adam. So, let's just jump hey, right on in. Clark, inject that straight in my veins, baby. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's get it, it started. Crank it on up. What all you right. got? Well, first of all, first of all, I want to mm-hmm. announce this. We are having another live call-in show this Friday night at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. You know now, Adam, right? we're having to put the time zone on the on the time that's now, good because we have people from all over the nation literally calling us and that is awesome it is really cool to see bulldog nation ex, you know so far outside of georgia i'm hey i'm all for the children of the world getting fired up about some georgia football man wherever you're at wherever you're whatever you're doing on friday night call us and get fired up yeah. with us tell us give us an analysis about the game how are you feeling what are you what are you going to do what's your plans for it i want to hear everybody's plans from if they're going to be watching it in the shop you know getting the fire going and whatnot with uh, some of their buddies uh, in the living room with the family, or if you're going to be at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Yeah. I want to hear everybody's plans, everybody's score predictions, and just how the feel is the Friday night before uh, before kickoff in Mercedes-Benz, Clark. So right. that's going to be an exciting time. Market calendars, I expect everybody to be tuning in, man, if they have the opportunity to. It's going to be a fun time. Oh, yeah. I promise you, the energy level that will be brought that night will not disappoint from uh, from callers on on, man. It's going to be a fun night. And hey, I will give my all that night. I will stay <laughs> as long as people call in, I will stay and I will give them all. I, I will give them all, and I, I want, I want everybody to give. Energy. Hey, and I want them. I want the listeners to match our oh, energy. Oh, okay. You know, that's a. Hey, we don't get this opportunity Ooh. all the time, Clark. Yeah, we don't get this opportunity of having the SEC championship uh, night the night before the game call-in show, Clark. Right. So you know what you do, man. You know what you do in opportunities like this when life presents it to you. What's that? You enjoy it and you make the most of every every bit of it, and that's what we're going to do. We're not going to take it for granted, Clark. <laughs> I'm not one to take for granted of anything that we've been blessed with in life, man. I want you to sit there, be humble about it, and and. Savor every opportunity and thank the good Lord for it, man. And that's what this uh, Georgia football season, again, it's has granted right. us, Clark. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about this past Saturday a little bit. Whoa. The atmosphere was great. The weather is such a pleasant day, Adam. It was about it was. mid-60s. It was that kind of weather where you could wear short sleeves to the game or you could, you know, wear a windbreaker or something. So it's great middle ground, good football weather. Um, Adam, but yeah, before man. we even got to Athens, we made this comment on the road. College game day 
is no longer a family-friendly show. No, it's not, Clark. I, you know, my thing is we want to make this a family-friendly show, and it's all right how everybody wants to entertain, but one of my things growing up as a young young buck, man, yeah. was watching college game day, and I feel they've gone away from that, straight away from that. I guess that's the pattern of the world, but, hey, that's my opinion on that, your opinion too. So uh, I agree it's definitely a, a shell of his former self, man, but, um, hey. Well, and, and what we're alluding to is Pat McAfee uh, saying some expletives just hammering the show TV. on it. Like the first five yeah. words were a couple. And I was like, man, you know, especially when you start having children. Right. And they start enjoying it. And you start saying, hey, you know, but well, that's kind of what the way we're going to tell you, Adam. World, unfortunately, we, but yeah, we may need to write a letter to Home Depot and tell, tell them we're taking our business to Lowe's, baby. Dang right. Let them know. Let them send them. Let them know. We're going to start a I would campaign. argue Lowe's actually has some better Black Friday deals, Carl. Oh, really? On the DeWalt oh, products wow. and stuff that, uh, that, I, that one could argue. Okay. One could argue. All right. Uh, Follow-up question. Mm-hmm. If you had to pick a, a place, what, what, uh, let me ask you this. What's your go-to home improvement store? Home Depot. Home Depot. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but, but okay, it could change. Sense. It could change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, anyway. I mean, they do have everything. I mean, as far as some of that stuff goes, I guess, you know. But I like I, more importantly, I like going to mom and pop businesses yes. first. I think everybody should support their small businesses uh, in any aspect, man. Buy local, buy a uh, small business. Hey, you know Cut who, out corporate America. You know who else? But uh, anyway, that's that's kind of, you know, for us, I would say that would be my rant kind of yeah. away from the subject at hand is that. So anyway. You know who supports small businesses, Adam? Who, Clark? Gannon Fields and yes, Baylor sir. Terrell and nice. a lot of other loyal Rose 60 friends of the show. Adam, we've been getting orders from awesome, our store. Man. We appreciate all the orders. We thank you so much. That helps us to take a couple more road yeah. trips a year, and it helps chip away at our uh, overhead costs. So we really do appreciate you yeah, guys do, ordering man. the stuff. Let us know if it fits. Let us know if it's good quality. If it's not, we're going to change it. We're going to refund you your money. But hopefully everything's good to people, go. Baby. Yes, we are for the people. We we don't make too much on you guys if you are ordering. So, But once again, we, we do thank you so much for ordering. We saw... A couple of hats on the jumbo truck yeah, we did. yet again. Yeah, we did, man. That's awesome to yeah. see the Road uh, 60 Nation just uh, on top of it again, man. So yeah. go check out the store, road60.com. Got some new merchandise in the past week, week and a half yeah. there. Uh, great stocking stuffers, you know, Good one, everything Adam. like yes. that. Yes. Go get Good it, man. Marketing. Get fired up for the playoff <laughs> run and uh, everything. And check out our friends at Peach State Pride, too. Everything you need, whatnot, just just go do it. Go check it out. Support support us, support the state of Georgia, man, and get fired up for all this. Absolutely. It's going to be a good time. Good Absolutely. time, baby. Let's talk some ball, Clark. Let's well, get to on, the uh, – what, what, what do we, we got? Am I getting a little stuff, premature? Man. Oh, do you? My bad. Clark's got the notes here. Well, you know, I'm ready to dive into it. But yeah. Clark has a good uh, good template here to go by <laughs> of uh, how the show should uh, be orchestrated. Well, so, all right, what's the next we, uh, topic we, at we hand? We forgot then, to mention old TJ Witten, Jake Tench, and Joe Adams. They stopped by, shook our hands, and uh, met us on row 60. We appreciate y'all's support. Also, we've got a couple – we got several concession yes. stands reports, Adam. Yes. So here we go. All right, give it to us. I, I want your take too, because I know you got some stuff. But right. I'm going to read some of our uh, friends of the show. They, yes, they, sir. They've sent in some concession stands report. First of all, Miss Jessica Harrell. She sits on row 58. 58. Two, yes, two the Harrell family. Some yes. of our favorites right there. Oh, yeah. Love the Harrell family. Oh, yeah. So, yes, I'm glad to get Miss Harrell with a good uh, concession stand report. Yes. So what'd you say? What'd she you have to say? She sent us a picture. And in this picture, there's a TV, Adam. And on the TV, there is a Hallmark Christmas movie playing. This is during the game. That is unacceptable. Now, look, I'm all for Christmas. 
Yeah. But that is unacceptable. Right, that baffled me because this is the first I've heard of this. So you mean to tell me we had a home? Look, look, look. What, what that does, Clark, what that does is it brings down the tone of the of the environment mm. a little bit. <laughs> that, that, you know, when you when you enter those gates of Sanford Stadium or any any field of play where the doll is going to be playing, I want high energy stuff. That includes we've already talked about karaoke cam. We've already talked about stuff like that. The music, the DJ needs to be playing up tempo stuff, man. So uh, you know, if uh, if I'm going to the concession stands, I want to see highlights of some George DBs back in the. <laughs> Yeah. Just knocking some heads or something. Right. Hallmark Christmas movies, man. You know, I know that's a favorite for people. I think it's a yeah. staple for a lot of families. I, I, I assume you know, and um, I understand that that's a good time and it has its time and its place. But not in the concession stand line yeah. on rivalry week, the last week of the regular season, trying to get to twelve and zero. Exactly. So uh, yeah. you know, I, I really, I'm, I'm really speechless to be honest with you. Well, I can't can't comment any further on on that. But uh, I, I think. That that was a poor choice Agreed. of graphic to put on there. Sure, you know, just just live stream the game, man. Because exactly, I mean, yeah. all, everybody, you know, my first thing if I have to go to the concession stand during the middle of the action, and my wife would look at me and roll her eyes because if I have that to do that, because if I have to do, yeah, and if I have to do it, I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm like freaking out missing any plays, <laughs> me too. And it, you know. Yeah. So uh, I, I want to see the game on the television. Least, I don't think yeah. that's a hard ask. That's not a hard ask, right? Right. That is not a hard ask. A-S-K. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I agree, Adam. And, man, the the reports only get worse. Not, it's not uh, good. It's not good. Maybe you had a great experience. But T.J. Witten said the hot dog was mediocre at best. Uh, he yeah. said the pizza was cold and the service was a joke, but I got a souvenir cup, made it all worth it. That's because good. of the cup, I give it a 7 out of 10. Not bad. Respect. You know, not bad, T.J. I would like to ask T.J. when he got – said hot dog. dog because we have we have gone over the the appropriate time in the game of when you have to get it or it really it, you know the the quality goes down right right in a hurry so and what's I'm, the I time mean, again Adam uh, the time is 11 minutes and 48 seconds in the second quarter any point on especially after halftime if you go after uh, halftime man, you're in bad you're, shape yeah. but I would say the quality starts uh um, diminishing. Going, diminishing great yep. word usage downhill after the 11 48 mark in the second quarter so pre-game <laughs> first quarter is where you get your best quality dog that has been for countless studies in many SEC oh, sure. environments yeah, yeah, yeah. over the years that yeah, I have yeah. uh, come to the uh, my thesis on that. I look, good word. So, thesis, uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, but hey, great job by T.J. Witten and Miss Jessica Harrell. Yeah. Good report. Glad to know about the Hallmark crew. I'm glad that was pointed out and brought to light. Unbelievable. Right. Um, thank you all for the boots on the ground report right there, man. So, uh, hey, but the concession stand, everybody's banged up. Everybody's injured That's right true, now. Adam. So, I mean, you know, one thing we're not going – it's been a long season. You know, a yes. grind. They need, they, need some, uh, they, they, they need some time to recoup, too. So, we're not going to get – too. They're probably down second, third string servers, man. Probably got some equipment malfunctions with some cookers and whatnot going on down there. So, you know, I mean, it's just a grind this time of year yeah. for anybody and everybody well, well, involved in the program. Listen so. to this. I had the worst concession stands experience of my life. How? I paid $3 for watered down Swiss Miss. It, Swiss Miss. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're going to make it, make it with milk. You know? I don't cheap out on it. Right, right. Hey, you know what? If you got to bring it up a couple dollars, get the get, I, get the quality willing, better. Yes. Instead of spitting out the quantity, man. That's right. uh, that's some uh, you know that that's that's common sense business knowledge, and we've talked about it before, Clark. You mean we got to get better insulated thermal cups? You know yeah. that that could really get, keep your um, keep heat. your hot liquid um, heated and uh, and, and get a good time span of when you have that 
uh, per se drink, um, you know, that you, you can enjoy it better, you know, right. because uh, what happens is it might be raging hot, and then all of a sudden, bam, it hits that, that brisk air, mm. and, um, uh, you know, it kind of gets uh, gets gets cold on you in a hurry, man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so we need to work on that. That's something if uh, they want to hire us as, um, you know, got, I guess some, um, I, what, what would you call it, maybe some, the, some, uh, uh, some analysts in, in a sense of just uh, – um, ambassadors. What's the no, word? There's no, a certain C, word it for it. See, hold up. Uh, um, uh, like, uh, <laughs> huh? No, not. Not. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Starts with a C. Everybody's I mean, screaming in their car the word because it's just so obvious. But yeah. uh, yeah, it's somebody who can consult it. That's consult, what the word consult, was. That's right. Yes, you know, Adam. it came to me. It came to me. World. Let's go. Let's go. Boom. Boom. Bye. Good, good go. job. Let's go. Um, and then last, the last thing I'll say about the concession stands. Mm-hmm. We went back. Caitlin, my wife, went back. I didn't go back. Caitlin went back to the concession stands after the hot chocolate debacle. We yeah, paid three dollars yeah. for hot okay. chocolate. Instantly yeah. threw it away. I'm talking. I took one sip and I tossed That's it. In the a trash. Dang That's shame, bad. Man. That's a dang then shame. Then we went back to get Chick Fil A sandwiches. You can't go wrong with Chick Fil A sandwiches, right? Yeah. No. Can you? I guess you did, can. Did you? Because did you? It could not have been Chick Fil A chicken in that sandwich. It was disgusting, Adam. Well, what kind it of chicken honestly, could it have been? I don't know, but it tasted like literally rotten. I don't know what rotten chicken tastes like, but I could only rotten. imagine it tasted like like old expired chicken. I guess all dead chicken is expired, but you get what I'm saying. It just tasted I'm like saying. it just wasn't good. It just no, wasn't a good bad, product. Bad, I understand. Bad, bad, bad. Okay, nah, so nah. we have got to finish stronger next year, Adam. It seems like this time last you know, year. They didn't have the hot chocolate inventory ready to go for for the last home game of the season. We have got to finish strong. Well, you know, it was tough. You know, you're on the road two weeks, so you so you're getting a little low, and you got to finish strong. You got one more game, man. So you know, everybody's kind of banged up, but they had a little (laughs) had some time to rejuvenate and get better there for that two week road trip that we had after the Tennessee game. Tennessee game was big, big performance there, man. You just got to finish, man. You can't sleepwalk into that last game, especially on a holiday weekend. But uh, hey, you know, I have full full um full confidence that this staff will regroup and be ready to go yeah. for the uh, national championship celebration in January mm-hmm. and for G day, man. And, um, and, and, and hit the ground running next yeah. year for a big home September slate yeah. that we will get to in later episodes after business is handled. Yes. Well, that concludes. Uh, do you want to, do you want to, no, anything? I don't have anything, okay. man. I really don't. Well, I that, really don't. Well, so, that uh, will conclude the concession stand report hit. from Sanford stadium this year. Great job, everybody. Good job. Wonderful. Good job. Yes. Wonderful. All right. A few fun facts, Adam. We're moving to the football talk now. Roddy okay. Nabolsi said this. He tweeted this out. I thought this was just a great way to sum up Stetson's career. Stetson ended his career 13-0, and undefeated wow. in Sanford Stadium. That's, That's not big. bad for a walk-on. No, not bad at all, man. That's uh, That shows has been a very, very good stout. During the whole Kirby Smart era home run that we've had since the 2017 season on, man, I, with what, just one one blemish? Right. That was 2019 Carolina. Yeah. That all I can think of right now at home. Yeah, at Sanford Stadium. But for Stetson, um, obviously, since he uh, took over the reins, that, that, that's a great run, man. Mm-hmm. And, um. That's awesome to see. Awesome to yep. see what what kind of milestones and records he is setting in um, unbelievable fashion in his time as sure. a starting quarterback at the University of Georgia. Yeah. Also, Roddy tweeted this out. He said, Kirby has now gone, gone undefeated at home for five wow. different uh, seasons. Wow. So I guess that would have been what? 17, 17 18, 18, 20. 19. Oh, no, sorry. Not, not 17, 19. 18, yeah, 20, and 21, right? Yeah. And this year. Four. And this, and this year, five, yeah. Five, yeah. yeah. That's right. Man. That's right. That's crazy. That is uh, truly defending your home turf for sure. That's right. Georgia joins Florida State's 2013 and 2014 teams and Clemson's 2018 and 2019 teams as the only teams in the college football era 
to have back-to-back 12-0 and regular seasons. Wow, that's unbelievable, that's man. And, and it was in the SEC, the Southeastern yeah. Conference that Georgia did it, too. That's true. And, not uh, and, I mean, not the ACC. ACC. I mean, Florida State in those days only – was Clemson was just getting to the point where they were, and then Florida State wasn't – at was terrible if you know both of those drives. It wasn't in Florida State's prime and Clemson's prime. So even right. just the one game they had to play, uh, yeah. I mean, unbelievable uh, feat being in the SEC and doing what Georgia has done, man. Um, I guess the last team to do it in the SEC was Alabama in 08 mm-hmm. and 09. Right, yeah. Elite. Uh, elite, for sure. Elite. <laughs> 27. And, uh, you know, we've, we've, already, we've already stated this on the podcast multiple times this season. But it just gets crazier. The the number keeps growing higher and higher each game, each win. 27 straight regular season wins. It never gets old. It really never doesn't. gets old, man. It never gets old. Uh, we're we're oh, spoiled. Man. We are a very fortunate fan base. And, uh, I mean, I say it, but I just got to drive home the point. Everybody just needs to enjoy it, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, just think of where we have been in your Georgia fan lifespan. And uh, and, and right now where we're at and the uh, um, what, we're, what we're seeing done in Athens is truly unbelievable, man. It's not slowing down anytime yep. soon. It's not slowing down anytime soon, Clark. And, um, hey, the best is yet to come. Even more, even more special times is on the horizon. So. Okay. Agreed. Mm. If you jumped on this uh, bandwagon back in 17, boy, if, if you couldn't appreciate the 2000s. We're glad to have you. Yeah, we're we're glad we are glad you, to have you, but understand there was one point uh, about 13 or no, well, 12 years ago where we were playing UCF in the Liberty Bowl. Capping off a six and seven six season. And seven season. Lost 10 yep. to six. I'll never forget it. Gosh. Anywho. We've come a long way since that That's 2010 right. We've season. We've been fortunate. And especially Georgia's offense has evolved over those years. And let's talk about them. Uh, hey, let's it was a it, really, baby. really slow start offensively, I thought. Um, but we came back and we scored 37 unanswered points after Tech scored on the first drive. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. good response offensively. I, I, what do you think went wrong there in the first quarter or so, Adam? Laura, I really think, man, it boils down to the people who are – who are critics about this week and last week, Clark? It boils down to if you score seven in the red zone, look at what the score is. Right. Instead of instead of getting three, you know, if you turn those three points into seven points, man, then then everybody's oh, this is great, you know. So it's just really capitalizing in the red zone more. And we talked about this. Georgia's and scoring efficiency in the red zone is um is one of the tops in the nation, yeah. man. Is actually not turning the ball over, not not turning over on downs or missing field goals. So good on Jack Pod right there. It but scoring Georgia does a great job, man. But I think what the I guess the um the thing that's been disappointing this season, there's been a common trend at times that uh, when, when we feel like we should be getting seven, especially inside the five yard line, we're settling for three. But Clark, I think that's something, man. That um, you know, it's just happened the past two weeks, and uh, we've seen, and I, I expect it fully. Fully to be a different story in the next three games. I completely agree. I really do. I mean, and there's, there's times that we're thinking, man, we, you know, you should be able to line up in a jumbo formation with Jalen Carter at fullback and run up the A gap and and just move a guy a yard and get that. Especially on these uh, these situations where we've been at the one yard line. There was another time um, where we did have to call the little play action pass where uh, Brock Bauer snuck in the end zone right there and uh, just about and just about it. yeah, it just about did. But you know, yeah, you want to be able just to feel like when you're inside right at the goal line that you could just man up, put a hat on a hat, man, and uh and 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 bully somebody and get get that yard, but yeah. um yeah we've had some times where it hadn't worked out, but uh we'll, we'll see going forward, man. We'll see going forward because I feel like the offensive line is doing a fine job, right? Um outside of the red zone, yeah, or, and moving <laughs> and you know yeah. in a running game, uh, opening up some holes and get some. I think here in the back half of the season, I feel like Clark, we've had more 
more long runs, more, you know, more carries, explosive, uh, explosive plays. plays. Yeah. That's exactly the word I'm looking for. So um, kind of getting that fixed. Uh, and I think you'll see some different play calling in the red zone going fight forward, Clark, yeah. if I had to guess, man. Right. But, uh, man, you turn you turn these times to settle the field goals into seven points, man, and it, it's looking good. Yeah. It's looking real good. I so, mean, we're scoring in um, the 40s and 50s at that point. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. I feel like, you know, that first drive, you go three and out. Um, I think there's a couple good plays there. And then, you know, third down play that was set up a little slant in the middle of the field and, uh, Stetson just threw it behind. It was Kyrus right. Jackson, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I have that, but uh, all in all, Clark, um, man, I feel like we're gonna we're gonna see some stuff, get some guys back, and you know, everybody's trying to wonder, well, what's what's happened? Why is this offense not like it was, um, the uh, at the beginning of the season? You know, up in, in South Carolina and Oregon, and you know, I, I think there has been just times where the game plan has been to run the football and not throw the ball around. But the thing about this Georgia offense, Clark, the thing about this Georgia offense, of course, the defense is. And Jack Goss pointed this out, and uh, and you know, when he thought about, it, I said this is exactly right. When we were talking with him, a guy sits in uh, row fifty nine with us. Georgia can play whatever game they want to play. If Tennessee wanted to air the ball out and start throwing it some, hey, Georgia's going to beat them at their own game. Kentucky, yeah. Kentucky last week, physical. They want to pound the rock, man, and um and, and play bully ball. Right. Well, Georgia out bully balled them, man. Yes. And um, and, you know, whatever the game goes, whichever way, Georgia can win. And not many college football teams can say that, Clark. Not point. many college football teams can can uh, they have if they get thrown off at of their style of play, mm-hmm. how they want to play, especially on the offensive side of the football. If that's disrupted by a defensive game plan. They just go in a shell, man. But yeah. I think Georgia can do whatever the game, uh, you know, the swing Calls of the game's for going for, you know, so yeah. wherever it's at. So, and I think we'll see, uh, I think we'll see some different stuff going in the playoffs. And, um, and, and two, Clark, man, I, I really think these guys are banged up, Clark. They're banged up. It's been a long, we've talked about that four game stretch to end the year. And then it, it's going to be good to get this SEC championship, get a win, and then get about three weeks of rest going in the playoffs will yeah. be, that'll be the best medicine for anything, I think. We need it. We need it for sure. And, uh, hey, maybe some guys are playing hurt. I don't know. I mean, we could oh, absolutely playing hurt. They're hundred percent playing hurt. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. But uh, you know, I mean, this is crunch time. We mm-hmm. we need some. We need Which a break. Everybody we is. Need, yeah, All it is. Are. We do need a break, and uh, thankfully, we will get that break after the SEC championship this Saturday. So, um, looking forward to that yeah. for the guys. And um, but yeah, I mean, uh, Adam, one, one thing I don't love offensively there are a lot of good things there are a lot of good things about this georgia offense still and i know people are scratching their heads and they're they're questioning the play call and they're they're wondering why we're not moving it in the zone i I get that yeah but one thing um two i just don't really i don't really like we're getting in too many third and long situations yeah Yeah, man you know third and four third and three third and two you can work with that third and manageable Right. But when you get outside of that, when it's third and eight, third and seven, third and ten, third and twelve, it gets harder to convert. It does, and man. Right now, you know, we can afford to do that. We, we can we can afford to get away with that right now. But when it comes postseason, we can't. We've got to yeah. be able to convert. And Georgia has overall this year that we've been doing well um, on third down. I'm just saying it's kind of been a trend the past few weeks. And uh, we got to get out of that. I think it's been very heavy conservative. Uh, a lot of first, second down running plays between the tackles right i really think that's that's where it's been and then sometimes you get a lot of bulk yardage on it and yeah. sometimes you uh don't get any yards or two or three yards and like you said it's third and eight third and nine even third and 12 and some but i feel like going forward that's kind of just been what this offense wanted to do where it's at with i, I who knows what's going on inside mm-hmm. the building but whatever tom monk and, and kirby smart's game plan to see and obviously this resulted in wins yeah has been as frustrating as it is at times with our sport fan base that we got me <laughs> included because in the game i get like that too i 
I really feel like we'll, we'll see a more balanced approach to play calling on first and second down going forward. Oh, yeah. Going yeah, forward, yeah. Clark. But I agree. I agree, man, because I feel like if you're not just, just getting, you know, ripping off five, six yards per carry – um, and you and you run the ball on first and second down, or either you're running on first down and get nothing, then the incomplete pass on second down. That's you right. know third and ten, third yeah. eleven right there. Yeah. Third, you know, so I agree, man. It, anytime you could you could uh, you could get some positive yardage on uh, first and second down and put yourself in a good third and manageable position, obviously uh, you're in a better setup. And I yeah. agree wholeheartedly, Clark. That's something you don't want to be doing um, going forward in this postseason play. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, we ran the ball very well. You mentioned that a little bit earlier. Had some big explosive plays. Yeah, man. Good to see Kendall Milton yes, sir, breaking man. off yes, sir. a forty-yard scamper yes, sir. to the end zone. I that felt, was awesome. I felt like all the running backs looked good. Clark. Yeah, I felt did. like they looked good, man. And uh, I feel like it's going to be one of these deals too. You get past Saturday, man. You give them a, about three weeks of rest. What's going to happen after mm, that? It's going to be yeah. exciting to see. And yeah. uh, what other guys might become a certain receivers that uh, has been a mystery since week two. But <laughs> you know, you never know, man. You never right. know with Kirby and uh, on the injury front. Um, that's something obviously. I'm being plugged inside the program. We don't know. We don't know. But it'll be fun to see. It'll be fun to see going forward the game planning from here on out as far as the play calling. What kind of uh what kind of tendencies they want to have yeah. going forward if, if if it's you know they want to play bully by a lot of teams they could do it, obviously, Clark, is you know that you break their will in the second half. Right. So well, Adam, I may know something about a certain player who we've been expecting since week two i'll have to tell you after show i can't it can't oh, be oh, said can't on be. this oh, podcast oh, 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 i may oh, have a connection scoop. adam i may have scoop. a little bit of a scoop oh we're gonna leave the horse's mouth oh, yeah. oh. maybe all right, all right. I'm, I'll I'm tell you later. Then. Okay, I'll tell you, I cannot say it on this podcast. Hey, anyway. DM us, DM us. If you want the scoop from Clark to see if he's right or not, you can see if he gets oh, any cred man. for being, being I may, right. I may be his... totally bluffing. All right, all right. I'm not though. Okay. All right, here we go. Uh, officiating though was horrendous the entire. Oh game. my! Would you not agree? And, what, yeah. and Adam, what in the heck is aiding the runner? Why is that a penalty? You yeah. got to be kidding me! Running, run, look, blocking a defender yeah. when uh, during a run play—that's aiding the runner, is well, it not? Well, you know, I, one thing too is the officiate. Man, I don't ever want to pile on officials. I don't I, either, but 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 but, but, but if there was a game to do it, it was it was this uh, this previous game. Man, it's been unbelievable uh, how I just every single call seemed like it went text way, and then it's just some calls that just and it feel like you would build momentum up, man, and then there would be a call that yeah. you know every time Georgia has something going there early on, there would be some penalty, like you said, aiding the runner that would disrupt that, and I felt like there was some pass interference calls. That that Georgia did not get that they should have mm-hmm. got. Um, you know, not I'm not saying, but I no, agree, no. Clark. Uh, and I, Kirby Smart got fed up with it there he did. Uh, late in the second half, man. I mean, he went off on him. You probably couldn't see it on TV. People in uh, Section 127 started the Kirby chant, had a front row seat <laughs> to it, but he just lit into one of those refs. Finally yeah. had enough, man. And that's something that's out of character for Kirby Smart. Right, I don't feel is. like you see yeah. him doing that a lot, Clark. But, uh, um, yeah, I, I agree it was. As far as the aid of the runner, man, I feel like it used to be illegal. Um, like, uh, for instance, my example of it, it was the 2005 USC Notre Dame game in South Bend. Mm. Um, the Bush push. Matt Liner, quarterback sneak on fourth and one. Yeah. Reggie Bush pushed them in there, and they didn't call it because it was but, – but now you're seeing where these linemen are going and moving the piles, that I, and I could be completely wrong, that it is now – legal to do that when I felt like it used to not be right like but I don't know as far I've never heard Aiden the runner 
now in the game, I feel I like. And probably, I could be wrong. I think that is a brand new penalty. I could be – yeah, I could be wrong too. But, but what's the difference of, like, if you're going good and everybody gets behind you and you're pushing forward from the back? And that, But Darnell Washington had oh, was he shoulder grabbing? Pad, grabbing him oh, and pulling him this way. I see. That's so, and that's kind of, I guess, what they, they called. I feel like if it was him behind him pushing it. Right. But what's the difference in pushing him behind her if somebody who's just a freaking oh. beast out there? And has, <laughs> Maybe it's just because nobody else in the game has the ability that Darnell Washington just grab a running back by their shoulder pads <laughs> With the whole line, but I I don't know. I don't know. It it, it was interesting. That was a new one on me. I do not know the rules good enough to know that, but I do know in the past, like like uh, pushing pushing like on a quarterback sneak, running back getting behind them was a penalty. But I feel like. It's not now mm. in the sense of you, well, you saying well the running back gets the ball. Not, I, I don't know. I'll weird. be honest. We need to get a uh, we need to get a um, a, a like um, Matt, Matt Austin type Wait, deal for row yeah, sixty yeah. consultant <laughs> yes. to bring on the, the to bring down, yeah phone yeah. in and and, and yeah oh, Gene Testator type, type deal. Yes. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> That's great. Uh, well, that was a new one. I've never heard of that. Yeah, Stetson went ten for eighteen for one forty. Uh, 140 yards passing through there and two passing yeah. touchdowns. So not bad. He had a, I think about 20 rushing yards. Uh, Good play by Stetson. The offensive line, I think, blocked pretty well. Um, yeah. In the second half. Now, the first half, it looked like they were getting kind of whipped. Yeah, I mean, man. Oh, oh, both lines of scrimmage yeah. were getting beat, Clark. And then finally, you know, it's like they had to come to Jesus. They're going to wake up and let's roll, man. We're <laughs> yeah. the University of Georgia. This is Georgia Tech, man. Mm-hmm. We can't sleepwalk through this. Right. And, uh, I felt like there was some of that going on, man. But, uh, you know, everybody in the stadium was. I was as a fan. You were as a fan. Everybody was as a fan. I mean, yeah. we were sleepwalking. We were a little hungover on Thanksgiving turkey. Right. And uh, we were a little bit just, um, just uh, you know, everybody kind of looking ahead, Clark. Looking ahead. <laughs> and I felt like that might have been in the locker room for a little bit yeah. there, too. But, hey, you know, that's been the narrative of this team, man, is that, you know, you, you, you want could say play down their competition man not start out playing really well but when they need to turn it on when it's time when it's go time this team answers this team responds man so uh i cannot wait to see what the how it will be um you know what the, what the field will be coming out uh and mercedes men stadium yeah, on saturday because yeah. i can see the team coming i mean i can say uh, score 21 points in the first quarter just firing on all cylinders i could easily see it offense well, actually, but hey man could, i don't know it might be oregon on repeat we may just go in there and steamroll LSU. Who knows, we'll get man. To that game and just Who think. knows? Or it might be that we Georgia wins the game twenty to six. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows, oh, man? But hey, man. wins win. I don't care. That's right. I don't care. And I love the fact Georgia doesn't have to have style points, Clark. It's not about going out there blowing out the opponent. It is about having that game plan and executing that game plan and getting out of there with a win. Clark. Exactly. And getting out yep. there with a win. And that's what Kirby Smart does. That's what the, you play. Good defensive sound football, man. Scripted play. Drove right down the field. Tech did everything right. Hey, you adjust to it, bam, they don't score until uh, the second, third string guys were in later in the game. I mean, that, that, that's what you call coaching and good good defense right, right there. I mean, hey, you might, they, they flew down the field right there, but we'll get to the defense side of the football. Yeah. Right quick, Adam, you, you mentioned Thanksgiving. Yeah. What's your favorite Thanksgiving dish? Um, My favorite Thanksgiving dish? Or just item. I like some table. squash casserole oh. that my wife yeah. makes. Uh, yeah, I love I love a good squash casserole, man. I do. I'm, I'm not a big turkey guy. I'm in the poultry. What? I'm a, I'm in the poultry industry, so I prefer a chicken. And I, I I would like that uh chicken would be the uh the main dish in Thanksgiving, opposed to a turkey. You don't like turkey? I actually, Clark. I'll be honest with you. I'm all for getting some beef on Thanksgiving as well. I mean, I, why wow. do we need? To, I mean, are, are we sure that the Pilgrims and the Indians ate turkey and ham on Thanksgiving <laughs> and dressing? Are we are we sure about that? I don't think that is confirmed in the history books or not. So. 
I would I would be for starting uh, to get up a let's grill some steaks, man. Let's smoke a brisket. <laughs> let's smoke some Boston button oh, and uh and, and do that type deal on that Thanksgiving, like man. And get some baked beans and some uh some stew or something. You know, I, I don't know. I, I'm 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 all hmm. for that. But hey, you know, uh, I like some dressing as well, though. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I guess that'd be mine. What about you? Ooh, you know, Adam, I like uh, stuffing. I love stuffing. Stuffing if it doesn't have onions in it. Stuffing. Yeah. It's called dressing in the South, Clark. Oh, whoops. Dressing. Oh, oh, I'm getting scolded. Not here. on the Row 60 look, podcast. Look, look, we don't look, refer look, look, to look, it as stuffing. Look. As stuffing. I, I use those interchangeably. All right. Stuffing. It just so happened tonight on this You know podcast. what stuffing is? Stuffing's in a pillar. <laughs> the, in the pillar. Like you yeah. stuff a pillar. Yeah, I, I guess so. Right? Or you stuff a... You, you stuff a deer yeah, mount, you know? Yeah, yeah. A taxidermist. Oh, stuff my Yeah, exactly. Okay, that's, what, that's what dressing, stuffing is. But it has to have no onions in it. That's my only right. uh, thing. Oh, also. All right, last one. What's your favorite dessert on Thanksgiving? Banana pudding. Oh, I, I'm a strong good. advocate of a good banana pudding, man. I mean, I like all desserts. I don't discriminate sure, against sure. any dessert <laughs> on the dessert buffet. I sample them all, but I love a banana pudding. Clark. Okay, yeah. Uh, mine is a, is my mother's pecan pie. There you go. It, it does right. not get any better. It does not get any better. Love it, man. Good deal. Okay, Georgia's defense. I have no idea how we just got on to Thanksgiving uh, Boom. items and dishes. But here we go. Georgia's defense, they ate. They ate. You dang right. Elite. Hey, and that's the thing I love about it, man, is I, I've made it very clear on this podcast. I lean towards the defense side of the football. I love defensive football, man. And Georgia's the only team in the nation that cares about defensive football, <laughs> yeah, man. Do. But for how they responded, getting whipped in the first quarter on the line of scrimmage. I mean, Texas yeah. offensive line was opening up holes, man. Uh, our cornerbacks were not playing physical whatsoever. Um, little screen out, um, passes, short passes in the perimeter. They couldn't get off blocks. And uh, Texas wide receivers were out physical and our pretty big size uh, DBs out there, man. And um, getting some good one-on-one matchups on that fourth down, that little fly route, that speedy uh, slot guy they had, that McCollum that got uh, Javon Buller at the star, um, you know, got behind him there. And, I mean, it looked like they got down the field with ease. But, hey, after that, man, they, you know, they showed up. Mm-hmm. They showed up and uh, made some adjustments, man, and um, uh, started winning the line of scrimmage. And, and things started going right. You know, yeah. things started going right. And uh, that, that's that's what you got to do, man, is when you get hit in the mouth like that to open up, how you go to the drawing board, you make adjustments, and you wake up in George's case Saturday, yeah. and you play the standard that uh, that your coach to play with and, yeah. and that you were brought to the University of Georgia to play with as a um, – as a uh, defense football player, one thing I was thinking about, Clark, man, it's like, man, you know, you look at them cornerbacks out there. I think, you know, long gone are the days of, uh, Prince you know, Miller. Prince Miller and Vance Cuff. <laughs> and uh, God bless them, man. Good, you know, right, thank you for what they did yeah. to the University of Georgia. But the undersized cornerback, man, the, the, the guys that – and you're going to see it even more in the postseason, especially in the playoffs when you're you're facing some of these uh, higher-octane offenses is you got good cornerbacks that can match up against these receivers. That we saw in the Tennessee game, man. And, uh, you know, um, I felt like uh, there was a couple times that um, – you know, old five, he might not have had the best showing at times, but when he when he needs to step up and needs to answer, he, he makes a play, man. Yeah. And I felt like uh, um, at, at first they, they were. They were getting beaten in the line of scrimmage. We didn't do a good job. I felt like um, it kind of showed early on how much we missed number four setting that edge, man. Uh, Georgia Tech um, was able to, to break containment um, a lot there and get yeah. around the edge right there. And it, it's pivotal, and people don't realize that because sometimes it's not a, a glamorous part of the play, obviously. Right. But being able to set that edge – and not um not being able to let that uh that running back get off tackle um just it's just big. in a hurry is big man yeah. and being disruptive and I think that's something if you're looking for a negative right now if we're going to do that and not be all rainbows and butterflies that's something I would like to see is who's going to step up 
at that outside linebacker position and uh, be a guy who going forward when we might need him against uh, against a strong running game like or heck a quarterback like Jaden Daniels who could scamper or, or the strong uh, Michigan running game who can who can set that edge court because uh, that, that's pivotal that's a pivotal yeah. part of it but uh, it but all in all man um, after that first drive it was lights out until um, they got a cheap score at the end there with uh, the backups in. Mm-hmm. Uh, corners and safeties, you know, they are staying in phase. I know there's the, the corners, especially caught some flack yesterday, especially number five, Keely. Um, but and I love Keely. Don't yeah, get me no, 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 and and that, yeah, I, I, and, you, I, and you do, you, yeah, know, yeah, we, we do. do, we do, we do, we do. But uh, we love all dogs. You know, they stay in phase. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> we sure do. ADD's catching it. But you know, they they do stay in phase when covering the deep balls. Um, but man, it's just so weird. We don't get our heads around. And yeah. make plays, uh, and, and I know that's just pure <laughs> instincts. I know that takes a lot of talent. It's something I couldn't do. My gosh, no. I'd look like an idiot out there. Yeah. But uh, you know, it just seems like there aren't as many pass breakups and, and interceptions uh, yeah. this year, or really even last year. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, very talented guys, and that's all instincts. And you know, speaking about Keeley, um, very good cornerback. I mean, more than likely going to be a first round draft pick still. Heck gave up a but, touchdown. That's the thing. That's that, a, I mean, that's, that's what that's I want to address. Yeah, I mean, he has not given up a single touchdown this season. And the reason he gets, quote, unquote, exposed is because he's left on an exactly. island. Kirby trusts the kid to yes, make to, to stay with receivers. He jams them. He's going to lose some battles. But, you know, and, and that's the that's, thing about it. Everybody points and they say, oh, Keeley, look at Keeley. Because they're throwing to Keeley. Look at right. him. But wh- right. what about the times – they don't he throw Keeley's away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and he makes plays, man. Yeah. Two big picks here in the last couple of games. And uh, and one thing, but you're exactly right. That is a great point. I'm glad you said that, Clark, because that is a that is such a, a huge just benefit is when you have a guy that you trust to leave him on an island and be able to cheat your safeties over to the mm-hmm. strong side of the field when there's one well, – you know, when there's a when there's a, there's a a guy that's on the weak side um, uh, by himself right there. And being able to do that and have number five and trusting him and not being not giving up a, ch- a touchdown right. this year. Is, that's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, it's un- unbelievable, man. So uh, we're very blessed and fortunate to have him. Kamari, Kamari Lassiter, I feel like, is a guy Carter just grows up each and every week, man. And, yeah. um, um, uh, we'll, we'll see going forward how they play, and we're going to have to have We're going to have to have big games out of the secondary, of course, going forward. Uh, everybody, of course, uh, the whole collective unit. But right. um, I was very pleased with um, how how uh, how they responded after, you know, that first quarter there, the first drive, first quarter. And also, too, Clark, middle linebacker play with uh, Smile Bondin mm. and uh, Jamon Dumas-Johnson, um, two young guys who come on their own, had big shoes to fill, Clark, this big year. Shoes. Big shoes to yeah. fill, man. And um, how they've done has been been great, and uh, just need them to keep on progressing, exactly. keep on progressing exactly. going forward, man. That well, see, more excited. These guys after Saturday are going to get three more weeks of rest and practice and more mm-hmm. reps, man, and be even better going into the uh, to the playoffs. And so, Adam, we've said this time and time exciting. again. Dude, tell them, this tell them, defense tell them, is Clark. young, Woo! and they're only going to get that, better. That's what's so exciting about it, Clark. Is these are some young guys out in the field, oh, yeah. man. They should still be in diapers out there. They're so young. <laughs> just some young some of these kids, Adam. This is how I measure whether someone's young or not if they were alive during 9-11 okay and yep. a lot of these kids were born two years after 9-11 that's, that's unreal that's crazy to think about that's it crazy. that's crazy to think about but uh oh my goodness but uh yeah you see them growing up more and more every week what yeah. this defense has doing with a lot of big shoes to fill um after what happened last year in the mass exodus mm. of uh nfl talent that went the draft in april and these guys have plugged in you know and um i feel like man i do want to see one thing though i want to see somebody step up and be the leader without nola smith in there and i love how nola's still on the sidelines mm. coaching them boys mm. up motivating them but hey this is somebody's time 
Somebody just, I mean, they're playing great. Don't get me wrong. And I'm yeah. sure there's some guy, I'm not in the locker room with them, but just from the stands on the field, I want to see a guy like number 10 keep stepping it up, baby, and take control of this defense. Say, this is my defense. This is my team right, right here. Right. And, uh, and so, you know, somebody like that. You get yeah. what I'm saying? A little bit. Well, and that's I'm sure where, there's a lot of that goes you know, on. And maybe right. it's by committee, but. Right. I don't know. Well, it almost seems like that's when Nicobe. Now, Nicobe was right. a leader all throughout last year, but postseason, Nicobe was a yeah. like a true yeah. leader. Everybody yeah. looked to him on that defense, and uh, you know, I think he was kind of the glue, maybe yeah. and let's more see. or less. So let's see who anyway. does it this year. Yeah. Man. Who's, who's going to be that guy up? this year? Who's going to be that dog, baby? <laughs> oh man! All right, Georgia special teams play versus Georgia Tech. I thought we did great. Uh, Lad made a crazy. Good play on a punt. He downed oh, it man. on the one-yard line Beautiful. after leaping in the air Beautiful. and uh, batting the ball down. That was awesome. Great, Beautiful. great play. That was great, man. When you flip field position um, in a football, especially when you pin them inside the one-yard line on their yeah. goal line with a defense like the University of Georgia has, Clark, that is huge in a football mm-hmm. game, man. So anytime you can do that, good on Brett Thorson, good on good hustle. I love some good special teams hustle, Me Clark. too. Getting down the field and making a play, that's what Lamb McConkey did. And that's what I love is – Kirby Smart puts his players on the on the special teams, man. Yeah. It, you know, if you're it, nobody's too good to play special right. teams, yes, is what yes, I'm trying yes, to say. Yes. You're gonna put your playmakers out there because you realize it is an important aspect of the game and championships and games are won with good disciplined special teams play, Court. Exactly. And uh that, that's case in point right there, putting a guy like Lamb McConkey just came off the field playing on the offensive side of the football, man, and running around. He gets down there, hustle play right there, and makes a play for you. Yep. Makes a play for yep. you that I don't know if you have somebody, you know, just a walk on on there that we've seen in years past. Regimes pass. Not gonna say. You know, not gonna name but, names. But that uh, you know that might not have uh, made that play. So that's that's good to see, man. Right. And um, uh, and something that uh, you know, you never know. Something like that can change games that has before, and and definitely in the postseason coming up on the big stage of them all. Yeah. We'll Another see. thing that kind of changed the game was when their oppo- uh, when Tex punter fumbled the ball. I love no, that. Oh, yeah, There's yeah. nothing more satisfying than watching a football. Uh, yes. Snap to the punter. Yes, yes. Get and it fumbled. gets fumbled. Yes, yes. Crazy. Sure, just pandemonium yes. and panic that instills in the punter. And everybody's body just language. screaming. Ball, you can just ball, get ball, ball, get a ball, get a ball, get a ball, get a ball, boom. Yes, know, boom. And, uh, let's go. Let's go. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, it was great. That was. Uh, that's my. Fa- that's that's one of the fa- my favorite. That's one right there. It is. It is a good adrenaline. Anytime there's a loose football. Ball, yes. especially when obviously your team's on the defense side of the football. Oh yeah, because on the offense you're just like, oh, oh man, crap. but yeah. but the defense, you're like, ball, 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 get on ball, get on ball, get on yes. ball, get on ball, get on ball. I don't know, start speaking in tongues almost. It's just like you can't. I don't understand. It's just an exhilarating experience. <laughs> not in that. Not not. Anyway. I see what you. Anyway, I see what you mean. Just get my words jumbled up, man. That's there, all there I'm trying go, to there say. You there you go. Right. It's, it's the yeah. But get excited. Just get a little bit, you know, get excited. I didn't mean that in a sacrilegious type of sense. I understood, Adam. Sorry for all the Pentecostal listeners there. I didn't mean that in a sacrilegious way. I I know what you mean. Uh, Hey, we do Uh, still need to tighten up on kickoff. Yes. We've got to stay in the lanes. Stay in our lanes. Please. We can't afford any big returns this upcoming uh, three games. Just don't need that. That's stuff no, that no, you, don't. you can control if you just stay your lane and do your that's job. Right. Um, that's right. And I, I know that's getting addressed. but And it's only happened yeah. a, a few times this season. Right. But right. Uh, just nitpicking here. All right. Overall, hey. Good special teams. Jack, Jack Pod, another good strike. Oh, yeah. Boom, the 50-plus-yard field goal, he man. Did, Adam. That's he clutch, did. man. Yeah, you never did. know where God, going to happen. Uh, God bless Longest him. one he's had since the uh, the Peach Bowl kick against Cincinnati. Oh, really? So, uh, yeah, good wow. good job, nice. man. Uh, really just reliable, reliable, and um, proud of him this season, man. Because yeah. he heard some speculation in the preseason that Jerry Zirkle, the guy who's 
came in, big guy, uh, could could take the reins of the jackpot. Uh, he kept the job and just, he, you know, kept, he just has, keeps doing it. Man. Right. He keeps has doing been it. absolute money this season. So Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. wood. Don't jinx the boy. We don't need a row 60 curse going on. We don't need Jack to get the yips. No, don't even say it. Don't even say it. Anywho. Uh, anywho. Man. Plus, oh, plus that's going to. Hey, we're going to say, what? if we play Lincoln Riley, we're going to say Lincoln Riley has the yips. Okay. All right. On the yeah. board. Get a, 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 a jinx type deal? Yes. Okay. All right. I don't know where that came from. Okay. Okay, anyway, uh, back to Georgia Tech, just right quick. You know, man, they just hired Willie Fritz. They did hire Is that, is that confirmed? Yes, that's in our recording right now. Yes, it is. yes, yes, yes. Who's forty-one and forty-five career record at Tulane? Went Ooh. two and ten last season, Clark. I mean, had a, has a good run this year. Went two and ten last season. Probably gonna have a little bit of a. I think he's he runs a little bit of a flex bone type triple option deal oh too. Boy. So I think they should have kept Brent Key, who's done a phenomenal since he took over the team. Alumni guy like that, but hey, man, you know, uh, whatever. I don't care. They're, they're still just not gonna be relevant. Still, honestly, we should think about taking them off the schedule. It's not even worth right. playing them anymore. That's, right. a, that's a conversation for off season another day, man. Um, always good to beat Georgia Tech, Clark seniors. Undefeated against them. Add yep. to a long list of Bulldogs who could say they have <laughs> never lost to Georgia Tech when they wore the red and black, baby. Right. Always big. Always good Thanksgiving weekend to cap it off when you beat Tech. On the bigger fish to fry. And have fun studying for your biochemical engineering finals. <laughs> that's right. Good luck. That's right. I, I truly mean that. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, man. All right. Georgia versus LSU. The big Here we one. go. The big one. The SEC Championship. Oh man, this is the last. This is the last time, Cart, that we did the bomb. That is sad, man. Because of a, we need to make a T-shirt. Because the almighty dollar, man. The almighty dollar. They're going to Big Ten country. CBS is, but anywho, all right. This is big, Cart. This is big. LSU Adam leads the series 18-13 and one. We have not played LSU. Ton in the you know yeah, yeah, in yeah. the college and Kirby's zero and two against them yes Ooh. oh oh and two against Ed Orgeron <laughs> <laughs> but two and zero against Brian Kelly that's so, true there you go there you go cover right there that's right uh, this will be the fourth time actually no excuse me this will be the fifth time meeting up with LSU yeah, Atlanta for the SEC championship oh. game 2003 yes we will 2011 and 2019. All right, let's start off 2003, man. 2003, Clark, um, I was at the age of 10. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went to the Georgia Dome, Road Marta. Terrible experience. Went to the game. Everybody's fired up because if you if you recall, um, we lost a close one in Baton Rouge against Nick Saban's Tigers earlier that year, and I think about in October, man, okay. and uh, lost uh, lost. There. I think Billy Bennett missed like five field goals. Really should have beat him. So anyway, the, the attitude going into that game was um, – a lot of, a lot of that. Hey, David Green, David Pollock, these guys, juniors, Brian Van Gorder defense. We're going to be good and get our redemption, right? Right. No, mm. Justin. I remember, I remember it like it was yesterday, Clark. That's been what eight, nineteen years ago. Yeah. There was a fake field goal. Georgia tried like one of the first couple possessions of the game, right. and that Craig Lumpkin was streaking downfield, wide open, wide open, man, and uh, dropped a ball that was right in his bread oh, basket. That no. could have, you know, could have just uh, got everything going. Um, Justin Vincent, Joseph Adai, two LSU running backs, ran all over. I think the final was like 34-13. Mm. So uh, that, that that was a bad experience. Two thousand five is one of my all time favorite Georgia games, Clark. 
LSU's ranked number three. Um, you know, definitely was favored over us. We come out the gates firing. I, I will never forget this game until the, the day I die because I re- the dog walk before the game. It was a nice overcast day in Atlanta. Uh-huh. And going into the dome, the old Georgia dome, man, it's where it lined up. It wasn't like in the fanfare building. It was outside the dome. Oh, nice, okay. cold Ooh, December yeah. day. Yeah, Felt yeah, like yeah. football, man. Brisk weather. Overcast. And I'm like, that, that's my that's that, that's my atmosphere for football <laughs> right. right there. And Mark Rick, DJ Shockley, uh, Demario Menner, Tim Jennings, all them boys came in there. They look focused, fired up. Come out the gates humming. DJ Shockley threw two bombs to Sean Bailey. Go up 14-0. Tim Jennings had a pick six against Jamarcus Russell, mm. who would later be the big NFL draft bust at number one. Will Thompson <laughs> had like five sacks. Georgia rolled 34-14. Awesome game. Awesome experience. 2011, Clark. Um, you know, we were trying to beat uh, – LSU was ranked number one and uh, and and just got smoked. Well, um, you know what's crazy about that game? We started off. You remember that We did not give a first – we didn't give up a first down to that LSU offense the first half. Oh, they had a terrible offense. And that onside deep. kick changed the game. Oh, man. It, well, that off – yeah, that – well, that onside kick, we got the onside kick. And then it, and then it got – Oh, it reversed. No, or, or did we get it? It, was a, it fumbled right after. I think Aaron Murray yeah, got Yeah, well, we, we scored to get up. And right. then I remember Ogletree got that on. And I about busted a blood vessel. And I, <laughs> I literally about had to go. I had to go um, to the first aid room there for a minute. Because it got, I mean, I've never felt like something in my head pop. When mm-hmm. I got that excited, we got that onside kick. But anyway, and then I felt like the Honey Badger dropped the ball when that uh, punt return. Yeah. Like, he really, they should have reviewed that. You know, he had well, that big punt return it, it, to kind of change the game. I, I, I hate to break it to you. It would not have mattered at that point. Yeah, but I'm still sore about that <laughs> 20, 11 you years know, later I, because I feel like he dropped the ball before crossing Adam, the goal line that day. That kick return, that punt return is probably the most embarrassed I've ever been as a Georgia football fan. <laughs> I'm serious. As really. We looked just bump-fuzzled. That. Yes. <laughs> we looked that Well, it goes – well – the way we just talked about special teams. That's have, right. All right. Anyway, now we're not gonna get. We're, we're not, not gonna go down that road. Right, yeah. uh, anyway. But anywho, but yeah, that was a bad memory. Um, start out good. It, it, it didn't work out. No. Um, in 2019, oh, I remember um that 2019 offense. God bless them. Um, uh, didn't we? It, Jake Fromm overshot Don Blaylock yes. streaking down the field. to really could go up. Seven nothing, uh, man, and the defense against probably, in my opinion, the best college football offense of all time was that 2019 LSU team. Obviously, mm-hmm. Joe Burrow's in it, led the Bengals to the Super Bowl last year. Two of the top five NFL receivers in the game today were playing for LSU. Thaddeus Moss, that was a crew, and the defense I think held them. But no, you couldn't get any offense going, man. Right. You couldn't get any offense going to help out. When I knew, oh my gosh, I, I lost hope is when Joe Burrow um got a pass deflected to himself and then ran it for like 40 yards. I know. And then the bomb. I and think then it the was bomb. Justin, yes, or maybe yes, Jamar Chase. I don't know. One oh, of the two. Same geez. difference. And then just – anyway, that wasn't anyway. good. So, anyway, hey, point of this history lesson, folks, is we owe them one. Yeah, we, we do. We owe them one, yeah, baby. we do. So, hey, it is time to give it back to them for games you know, that got lopsided in 11 to 19. Return the favor, hey, baby. Hey, hey, Return the favor. Yeah, and let's roll. And 18, too. Let's not forget about that. Yeah, that and was 18 in Baton Rouge, right. man. Anyway. That was, uh, but yeah, absolutely. So they got one coming for them, man. Uh, yes. This LSU-Georgia is the second most common matchup in SEC Championship Good history um, behind Alabama-Florida, so with the fifth meeting here. So it's time to roll, man. I love beating LSU. It's a, uh, it's a fan base who's passionate, a fan base that I don't particularly care for too much. Mm. And uh, I think it's time to give it back to them, man. I think it's, it's time to uh, to hoist that, that trophy, that wooden 
trophy with the bronze with the triangular. Yep. yep, and it's time to hoist it up, man. Yeah, I it's agree. been too long. Yeah, half a decade's been too long for Kirby Smart, man. That's he true. will tie Mark Rick with uh, SEC championships if he wins this one At with two. two. Yep. So. <laughs> Hey, there we go. We'll take it. There we go. Uh, this is the 31st rendition of the uh, Southern Southeastern. Eastern. I about said Southern Eastern. Oh my gosh, Southeastern Conference Championship game, 31st. 31st. Yep. I'll be dying. I don't know why that's on here, but yeah. I, I decided to put that. All right, Adam. Let me ask you oh, this boy. trivia question: Georgia has won three SEC championships in Atlanta. Who was the MVP in each of those games? Oh man. Uh. I uh, 2002, was it David Green? Yes. All right. 2005 had to be shocked. Yes. There you go. 2007, on, 2017, Roquan. Yes. There you go. Oh, Clean sweep. Clean Boom, sweep. Man. I, wish, God, I wish I had some of this just useless information knowledge that would make me money. But hey. I did just come up. But that wasn't. How about that? <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, boom, man. Nice. Boom. Yeah, boom yeah, for yeah, Adam, yeah, there we go. There we go. There we go. Man, yeah. Good job. Hey, it's you just, know, it's so fun to watch them win at SEC Championship. I can't, I, I know I've said it too many times, but the, just the, 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 I just get giddy talking about thrill. it. Art, because yeah. the memories I have being in that dome when Georgia has done mm. it outweighs all the heartbreak that we have seen yeah. in this game against opponents. This, uh, because just, just that, that thrill to see that confetti come down. I mean, obviously the national championships. Right? I understand that. But it is still a big deal. Yeah. And I want our generation to know that, Clark, man. Yeah. It's growing up. It was a huge deal to win the SEC championship. And I don't want people to take it for granted and think, oh, whatever, uh, just this. No, 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 Clark. Because yeah. in 2002, when Georgia won that thing for the first time in 20 years, there was crying. Mm. In 2005, winning unexpectedly, there was crying. In 2017, Did you I cry? shed a tear. Dang it, I just one tear. I shed it. I shed a tear, and I got fired up. I got, and it, it was yeah. it was beautiful, man. That moment in history, I will never forget, because it was the first time going to the playoffs, mm -hmm. man. First time winning the SEC championship in 12 years at that time. Right. And uh, it's just special. And I don't want fans to get to the point where it's not special yeah. to them, where this game is not meaningful, because it is. Right. It is. And I think the reason why it's kind of lost its luster over the years uh, is because of the playoff. And this is yeah, almost a quarterfinal, if you will, for the playoff. It's a play-in game yeah. for the winner. I mean, it's, uh. it's been that way historically uh, since the college football playoff started. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's nice. It's like a mini national championship. You know? And like I said, in many years, it's tougher to win that game. And coaches will tell you that, to sure. win that SEC championship than it is to win the college football playoff yeah. or the BCS national championship of past. Many times, man, many right. times that has been the case. Yeah. Many times. I could rattle them off right now. 2012, 2009, 2008. I mean, mm -hmm. those Alabama-Florida games when Tebow was still there. Uh, I mean, both of those wins, it was easier to beat uh, – I mean, it was easier to beat Texas and Oklahoma when those two teams played them in the national championship than it was to beat the other two. Hey. 2012, they boat raced uh, – Alabama boat races Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. And then we had an instant classic that we want to forget in 2012 there. So, I mean, it, that's why the history and the nostalgia the – nostal nostalgia. There you go. Of this game should never be forgotten, Corey. There you go. I agree. I completely agree. Uh, hey, Brian Kelly, though. You know, we make fun of him. He can't say the word family in a southern accent. Family. He, he smells like a corn dog. I could only imagine he does. Uh, but he <laughs> has done a great job this year. He really has. I mean, this team is over. Uh, they've overperformed. Uh -huh. They've exceeded expectations. I would have never, ever in a million years thought they would be playing us in Atlanta this year. Preseason. Yep. I, I mean, it's nah. amazing. Granted, they did just lose to Texas A&M. Yeah, that was an, an inexcusable awful, loss. Awful loss. 
I mean, that knocked them out of the playoffs. I thought they'd go eight and four this year, Clark. I yeah. really did. Um, but they went nine and three, and that was good enough to win the West. That's unbelievable. That is that, crazy. I mean, that is unbelievable. But hey, that's how the uh, the chips fail, and it's good on him, man. Winning mm-hmm. the SEC West titles, first year in Baton Rouge, yeah. a lot of talent. Always LSU, always have talent. I mean, the last three coaches as coach there, you could think of much you will. They're coaching ability. They've won national championships that's because true. of because of LSU, and they couldn't do it anywhere else yeah. besides Saban, obviously. But but I mean, Les Miles and Ed. Orgeron couldn't win a national championship anywhere sure. else. So, I mean, what Kelly's done, he's, he's been a good X's O's guy, man. But, uh, yeah, that that, that lost Kyle Station against a yeah. deflated Texas A&M team was, uh, was pitiful. It was inexcusable, really. Inexcusable. And, and we'll, kind of we'll makes talk about it. Loses a little bit of the luster here. Yes, but, hey. very true, very true. Uh, LSU's a three-loss team. There have been nine three-loss teams in the SEC championship game, and those teams are a combined one and eight. Yeah, so, yeah. Wow. I think we have pretty good chances to win this game, even man. aside from that. But, uh, you know, we do have to look out for guys like Jaden Daniels. He is their quarterback. Good playmaker, good distributor of the football. And, uh, you know, he can hurt you with his legs. So we'll have to contain yeah. and and really collapse the pocket. And I think we have the ability to do that defensively. That's right, man. I have to put a spy on him. And you got plenty of athletes out there to do that. Jaden Daniels, guys, I don't think he's going to really just just pick you apart with his arm. But like you said, Clark, if you allow him to demoralize you when you have like third and long situations, he can scamper and get a quick 12, 15 right. or something like that. What's going to be important with Jaden Daniels is I feel like what he does so well or what his forte is, so to speak, is he's reading defenses pre-snaps mm-hmm. and knows what he's going to do with the football football, whether in the zone coverage or man coverage. So I think what you'll see, um, Kirby Smart, Glenn Schumann, Will Muschamp, and company, I think you could ease, hopefully get to the point where you can disguise a lot of stuff and yeah. um, and, 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 and and disguise some coverages and, right. and he kind of get, you know, uh, confused on what he's reading. Because I think he does a lot of – and every quarterback, of course, obviously tries to – but as far as what he's going to do with his legs or, or not is is seeing, you know, what alignment they're in. And you get him frustrated and uh, disguise some some blitz pressures and just packages and stuff, man, I think uh, they're going to do pretty good, man. But it all starts, too, with containing the run game. John Emery and uh, Noah Kane, two guys that Georgia recruited, man, when they were yeah. coming out of high school. Talented backs. Uh, you limit the running game between the running back and the quarterback, I think you're going to be in good shape, mm-hmm. man. And um, I think that's something that teams have been have done this year, too. And uh, obviously, Georgia, I think, is more talented than teams has done it. And there's film on how to do it. And obviously, this staff knows how to do it anyway. So right. I think, if, you know, I, there's no doubt the game plan will be there in place. And uh, it's just about going out there and executing it, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. I feel very confident in that. Uh, got to stop or really contain guys like BJ Ujulari, who is uh, Aziz's, Aziz's little brother, brother man. Yeah. We yeah. I, didn't we recruit him too? I don't know. I, I think we could have really got him. I, I don't think we really thought he was going to be. I, I could be wrong on that. I think I we. Know. I think we whiffed. Okay. Obviously. <laughs> oh, that's not good. Uh, and a guy named Harold Perkins. This guy has really come onto the scene in the past few weeks. Made a big name for himself. Yeah. Guys are starting to. I mean, the talking heads are really comparing this guy to Roquan. Yeah. I, mean, I don't yeah. know if he's that good, but. Well, he's he got just some came talent. out blue, man. A yeah. very talented, true freshman, a guy who could, uh, who definitely um, can cause some havoc, man. And one thing I like about this, Clark, is when when Georgia's gone up here recently against the the so called the elite pass rushers, right? The Aiden Hutchinsons, I'm saying, but you know, you, you keep hearing about pregame from the talking heads and uh, the Will Andersons and stuff. Todd Munkin has done a great job of scheming that these type of guys don't make a difference. Yep. You know, and and, and that's that's just a very talented thing to do as an offense coordinator is you take them out of the game and mm-hmm. you don't let them. Fast 
factor into it at all and let them eat on the edge, so to speak, man. Yeah. So I think that's something that uh, I, I trust Ty Munkin to do in the game plan. We'll see that will limit um, Harold Perkins and Ojalari on the other side. I mean, two dang good um, guys off the edge right. there uh, be, a, be a huge factor in it, man. Mm-hmm. That's where my confidence is. Yeah. <clears throat> I tell you, LSU has a very good band. They do got a good band. Adam, I don't know why we're talking about Golden this. Golden band for Tiger Lands, that was a couple yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, really? yeah, I, I think. I, I made that up. If it's not, I think it is. I think I heard that. But, yeah, they hit that bum, 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 and it echoes in the dome, man, and they get loud. Oh, Those yeah, cages get rowdy. I mean, it's just the pageantry of college football that we all love, man, and that's yeah. what makes it unique and why people love it. Right. Yeah. They're a, they're a wild bunch yep. right out there, the Cajuns. Um, hey, yeah, and the last thing, you know, unless you have anything else, Adam, no. let's, let us know if y'all are coming to this game. I know some people already have. Uh, we're going to be there. We're going to go to the SEC Fanfare. That's where we will be uh, probably the majority yeah. of the pregame. Yeah. Uh, Adam, we're going to run the 40 yeah, this year. Yeah, you can run the 40 on the, uh, you know, get your time on a little artificial football <laughs> field. Try not to pull a uh, pull a hammy or something like that. So, uh, the SEC Fanfare, something has been done for years. It's a fun time, man. Tickets are cheap to get down there to it in the yeah. Georgia World Congress Center. Good just pregame banner, pregame fun, man. Uh, just hanging out with your dogs and uh, the Georgia band will be there for a little pet rally before. So, come on down, man. Yeah. Uh, again, Clark, uh, SEC Championship. Another just blessed season to be able to see Georgia play in this game. People would die just to see their team play in it just one time. But uh, it's become about an annual thing to see Georgia, yeah. uh, Georgia to be able to be would in they, it. Would they year. literally die? <laughs> no, that's just a figure of speech. Dang it. So, uh, but yeah. So um, one thing is, man, is again. Get fired up about it. This is a very exciting time, man. This is something that uh, Georgia matches up good. Um, obviously, any given Saturday, you got to come to play. But it should be a very memorable night in Atlanta, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Hopefully going to be a lot of celebrating on the streets of Atlanta oh, yeah. after um, Georgia. Hey, 13-0, man, SEC champions. Love the ring to that. Love yeah. the ring to that. It's just exciting. It's just exciting, Clark. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard to be productive at work for a lot of people this week, man. Um, so it's going to be exciting. Hopefully we're getting y'all through that. So, hey, yeah, that's all I got on the SEC Championship. Let's go. And look. Call in the Collins Show. Call into the Collins Show. And look, hey, go to the game. Ticket prices have plummeted. And yeah. I'd imagine they're going to yeah, come man. down some a little bit more. I know it's – look, postseason is – not cheap, especially mm-hmm. for Georgia fans. But this is uh, looking like it's going to be a little bit more affordable af- after uh, LSU's loss last week. So, paint it red said, and black, baby. Paint it red and black. Let's, Let's get 80% Georgia fans in. Let's the go, baby. All right, last week's pick them. Boy, we've got some fun games. Oh, I games. missed a huge one. But anyway, yeah, we, go we ahead. both okay. did. We'll get, all right. <laughs> oh, we, but, well, Good games. Good games. All right, first first of all, Mississippi State at Ole Miss, 24-22. to 22, Mississippi State wins yeah, a wild on, game. Get on the Pirate, man. Uh, you know, and I miss also a call saying that Lane Kiffin would go to Auburn after this. That is not happening. Staying at Ole Miss, man. But wild game, Egg Bowl, a lot of hate right there. Um, one of the most hated – might be the most hated rivalry in uh, in the SEC between yeah. fan bases disdain for each other. So, hey, there we go. Hmm. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> nothing, nothing really Next. left. Yeah, uh, Florida, Florida State, Florida ah, State. Yeah. The Seminoles beat the Gators, forty-five to thirty-eight. I think we both Love picked it. Florida State. I did not expect it to be this close. This was a very yeah. fun, entertaining back and forth. Yeah, it was. Game. It was very entertaining, man. And um, uh, Florida State snaps a three-game losing streak against Florida. And I love the fact too that Florida has followed up the season with losses to Vanderbilt and their in-state rival Florida State to yes. put a halt to any momentum you know that Billy Napier was trying to get going down you know there. 
great is both of those teams, Florida State and Vandy, rush the field. Oh, yeah. After beating Florida. After I don't know what Florida. the phenomenon uh, is with rushing the field. But, anywho, I'm glad we don't do that in the University of Georgia because we have higher standards. We're elite. We're at the point. We don't have to rush the field, man. That's it's true. just business. It's just yeah. another Saturday. Just another win against anybody in the country. Mm. Well, this was a very wild game, too. Michigan at Ohio State. I don't yeah. know if anybody really expected this to happen. No. I think that, uh, the, well, the final score was 45-23 Michigan. I think most people in the nation would have put money on Ohio State. Yeah. Yep. Uh, they had, I thought, the better team. But, man, Michigan, they've got an offense. Dominated a man, an offensive line, dominated, out-physicaled Ohio State. And, uh, you know, that that's what happens. Physical football game, you know, uh, th- that wins. That wins, Clark. Yeah. And uh, Michigan just bullied them, man, and um, jumped on in the second half and imposed their will. And uh, in Columbus, big win for Jim Harbaugh. Uh, Ohio State fans going to start questioning Ryan Day. That's one thing you can win. You could you could go eleven and one, man, in Ohio State. But if that one loss is to Michigan, and that starts piling up for consecutive years. Uh, uh-uh. that's not yeah. going to fly in Columbus. Right. So we're going to be interested to see where that program goes going forward. Mm-hmm. As far as uh, next year's results, losing a lot, CJ Stroud, and see if they sneak in the playoff. We'll get that conversation anyway. Yeah. Oh, this one was awesome. This was great. If you're a Georgia fan in uh, Northeast Georgia. You are delighted to see this. South Carolina at Clemson. Carolina, the fighting Shane Beamers beat wow. the Dabo Sweeney's 31 wow. to 30. 31 to 30, That's man. Amazing. South Carolina, I think, um, snapped a seven-game losing streak in Shane Beamer's second year to Clemson. And uh they also snapped Clemson's 40 game win streak at home. That's right, man. I man, it. I love it. Oh, it's so a sweet. dagger through the Clemson nation. Kind of wondering, are the glory days behind them, Clark? Yeah. Are they? And I think they are. Yeah, and they I had they had a legitimate shot at maybe sneaking they in. They probably would have uh, yeah, into the playoff. Absolutely. So uh, that that's great. Love seeing that. Um, you know, not a big fan of South Carolina. Not a fan of Me Shane Beamer, but it's fun to see Dabo squirm, man. So uh, <laughs> big win for the Gamecocks. Oh, um, yeah. Strong close to the season for them. See what they do in bowl season. What bowl yeah. they get? Maybe the Cheez It Bowl. I think they're going to shoot higher for that, man. Oh, they really? Might, they oh. might get a Florida Bowl after this. Oh, now, so man, that'd be fun. We will see. All right, Auburn at Alabama, the Iron Bowl. Bama rolls 49-27. Uh, not a lot to say about this, Clark. Um, honestly, Auburn put up more points than I thought. I did not see all. I think I had them even maybe shutting them out at home. But uh, Auburn, i very surprised they put up that many points against Alabama's defense, man. Alabama does not deserve to be in a playoff contention. I'm tired of yep. the argument of Alabama even sneaking into it because it's not going to happen. The resume, they have zero. After Ole Miss lost to Mississippi State, they have zero wins over ranked opponents. Uh, you say, oh, well, they had great quality losses. They only lost by one point. They said, well, LSU, that loss gets even bigger because they lose to Texas A&M. Texas A&M, they only beat Texas. A&M by one. They're also a couple plays away from having a four-loss team. Alabama should not be in contention for it, man. If anything, if, you know, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it later because uh, you got it in that segment. But, no, look, everybody needs to just stop talking about Alabama being a playoff team. Bama, stop it. Uh, look. They're doing it. And it's so sweet. King Adam. is dead this year. It's so sweet because this season, and even me, even me, I was hyping up Alabama. This oh, would be were. good Alabama oh, team. We're going to see them in Atlanta. They're going to steamroll. Yeah, in, Ju- know. in July, I thought Georgia's going to play Alabama. We might have a loss. When, you know, when we go in the college football playoff, I right. said, oh, it's going to be tough to beat this team. There's Bryce Young coming back and these boys. But, hey, no, no, that's why you play the game. Yep. That is where it's at. And, uh, man, I couldn't be more delighted about so, it. But, but if, don't be scared of Alabama getting in. Obviously, they're a capable team that they could beat Georgia, but Georgia very well could beat them. I'm tired of talking about them. It's over. It's done with. They are going to the
the Orange Bowl or to the Sugar Bowl, and their fans will have a great time going out there. But, hey, are the playoffs – no, the playoffs will not – I don't care what person calls into Paul, Paul Feinbaum and wants to talk about Alabama needs to be in this or that. No, it's not happening this year. You are done. You're, you're dwindling down here. The run is over. The glory days are behind you. You're still going to be a respectable football team. But the air of Nick Saban being dominant and you just give wrapped it into the playoffs every year because you think you're God's chosen team is over. It's yeah. done. The king is dead. Well, I mean, is that a hot for take? this year? Is for this year? For this year? For, the, for, for this, year. this year? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, but, that's um, great. That was that. That might be our uh, little Instagram. All right, thing right there. The, the preview to the show. All right, LSU at Texas A and M. Good gracious, this was an awful loss by LSU. But some people saw this coming. Like, yeah, some yeah, yeah. I mean, truly you see saw it coming, man. I mean, the rise of Jimbo one more time at College Station, yeah. you know. And uh, they put it together, ran the football real well, man. Um, LSU. I don't know. Looking ahead, a lot of people said they had a chance to, if they won, if they beat Georgia and made it the playoff, can't keep, even if it's a two-loss SEC champion, can't keep them out of the playoff. But uh, even if they win Saturday somehow against Georgia Clark, they won't make it. Uh, mm-hmm. Crazy times. But, um, but yeah, I can't believe it's a three-loss team coming out of the West. But <laughs> bad loss for Brian Kelly. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Who cares? Tennessee at Vandy. <laughs> <laughs> Tennessee 56 to zero. Our wishful thinking. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up, Adam. Uh, Okay, all right. All right. Wait a minute. Why? I didn't account for the rain, and you didn't either. (laughs) That's obvious. Vanderbilt is still the better football team. I just think they would have done better at a neutral site with no rain. Not at home. Not at home. Not at home. Yeah, I agree. That was that's what what the Tennessee contingent would say. But yep, yep, that's great. Uh, Yeah, obviously, you know, we got a little too giddy and excited about that happening. But Joe Milton came in fifty six nothing. But who cares? They're going to. They might be going to New Orleans. Sugar Bowl. First time going to Sugar Bowl in a long time. That's cute. I remember proud. I remember when. Well, I remember Georgia was like that nineteen years ago. Yeah, you know it's a big deal when we yeah. made the Sugar Bowl in 2002 and the 03 Sugar Bowl against Florida State. And yeah. you know, I mean, maybe in 19 more years, Tennessee can be thinking about a playoff. But yeah, who knows? it really is adorable. It's cute story. Cute it's story. Adorable. <laughs> oh man! All right, Notre Dame at USC. USC 38 to 27. A very good win, I think, for yeah, Lincoln Riley's team and Caleb Williams. Uh, USC is looking better. I think Caleb Williams is going to win the Heisman, Clark. Yeah. Uh, Caleb Williams might win the Heisman. Uh, USC, Utah, the team that they lost to on the road, um, failed two-point conversion. So you get a chance to avenge your one loss of the season. You can't ask for a better opportunity for a football team like Georgia mm-hmm. had against Auburn 17. Yep. And uh, this USC team is excited for it. It's going to be a fun game to watch on Friday night, getting amped up. Watch that game in the background on mute when you're listening to the call-in show, Clark. And, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. yeah, so uh, good, hey, win. We're gonna have to good win for USC. Yeah. Good win for USC. Uh, for sure. All right. Yep. We're going to have a little postseason chatter. Ah, There's a couple things us. we need to yeah, talk about to, yeah, outside yeah. of what we just yeah. talked about. Uh, and you you just alluded to this. Who's going to win the Heisman? You think Caleb Williams? Yes, Caleb Williams. Yeah, yeah I think uh, after C.J. Stroud's performance uh, Saturday, Caleb Williams is his to lose. So uh, we'll see what he does Friday night. I thought Bryce Young was going to win the Heisman this year. Nope. Hmm. <laughs> Boo-hoo. Uh, yeah, I mean, Caleb Williams, I think it's his to lose. Uh I mean, C.J. Stroud doesn't have another game to show anything. Yeah. So, so I mean, it's, I, it's got to be Caleb, Caleb Williams. Williams lose, Put so. your money on Caleb Williams. You heard it. it here first. That's it. Do it, baby. Do it. So, that, call, that your is not, <laughs> call your bookie. That right is now. not betting advice. I don't want to be uh, responsible yeah, hey, for people look, if you want to do it, I would, I, will, I, would, I would go ahead and, uh, and do it. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, we both picked Adam preseason. 
uh, for our four college football playoff teams. We picked UGA. Ohio State, Bama. And what Clemson. a generic, boring thing. I know. We what, did. What, 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 what were you we thinking? Next year we're spicing it up. Okay. Yeah. Not Desmond Howard spicing it up, but we'll spice it up. You yeah, remember his we go. We go spice this up. Michigan go to win this football game. <laughs> I tell you what, he picked A and no, no A and M Pittsburgh. Uh, Michigan Desmond. and uh, yeah, yeah, and A&M and national championship. That's all they said. <laughs> That's what he does. Oh man, I, I need to stop. Okay, all right. <laughs> Desmond's just hilarious. I love him. I really do. I mean, he he does have some wild takes. I but. don't, but okay. No, you, oh, right. oh. I don't. I'm not a we big don't fan agree of on something? I'm not a big fan of Desmond. Uh, but Kurt, oh, right. hold on, hold on. Kurt Kurt Street, Kurt? Yeah, I mean, whatever. I don't care. They're going downhill. Enough, enough about them. Yeah, I don't man, want to talk man. about them. Talk about that. Stinking college game day. That's right. So who do you think now? Who are your four teams? Uh, assuming um, – no, who are your four teams? I'm not saying who are they right now. No, who will they be they will be. Saturday? They will be the dream scenario for a Georgia Bulldog fan car. It will be okay. Georgia the number one seed, Michigan the number two seed. Playing them in uh, Phoenix, Arizona in the Fiesta Bowl will be the TCU Horn Frogs. So, uh, yeah, Michigan, TCU, two and three seed and then, in, in, uh, in Glendale, Arizona. And then it's bum, 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 bum. It is the, it is the Trojans of Southern California as uh, the four seed in Atlanta against the Dogs. Heisman okay. Trophy William winner Caleb Williams against this Georgia Bulldog defense. There is not a better opportunity in the world where we're having like, the cart for the horse because we got to get, get through LSU first That's to true. get excited That's about true. this. But, uh, yeah. hey, you're going to be some uh, good matchups. That's what I think it's going to be. That's what I was hoping it would be. But um, I really do think uh, TCU might be tough. They might. And let's just say I think USC will beat Utah. I feel more confident about that than TCU beating Kansas State mm. again. And it will be interesting if the committee punishes them forward losing to a team they beat in the regular season in the conference championship. But uh, let's just say one of them lose and there's another team that sneaks in. I think they will put Ohio State in, a one-loss yeah. Ohio State in, following the number four spot. Yeah, you so. cannot punish. I don't think you can punish TCU. You're not going to – okay, if TCU loses this week, undefeated, yep. they're not going to punish them for playing an extra game. Yep. That's why Alabama is not getting in. They're also not going to – Do you? could you imagine the chaos that would ensue if yeah. they put a two-loss Alabama team yeah. into the playoff over no. a one-loss Ohio State team? It wouldn't happen. It's, they're, so they're dead. That, 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 quit talking about them. Uh, yeah, I mean, quit there's no way that happens. Quit talking about yep. them. They're done. Alabama is done. They're, they're, they're irrelevant for this college football season. Uh, <laughs> nobody needs to talk about them, man. I mean, you can talk about them when you're breaking down the uh, the New Year's Six bowl games that they go to or whatever and <laughs> have it when the, the other guy's sitting out that's opted out. I mean, nobody cares about them anymore, Clark. They're irrelevant for this football season. Hey, you can start the chatter up for them being preseason ranked number one next year. We're done with them. It's over. It's Georgia's time, baby. Right. Georgia is the king right now. Georgia's in the driver's seat right now, and that's all that matters, and that's why you're listening to this podcast, because that's all that matters to you. That's just where the college football landscape is right now, exactly. and it ain't changing anytime soon. Very true. Very true. Boom. Boom. All right. We need to put that on a T-shirt. Boom. Just the word boom. Period. All right. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Trademark it. Book it. Go ahead. <laughs> that might be our, our trademark. All right, anyway, this week's Pick'em uh, Championship Week, I guess is what you call it. Yes, sir, baby. Friday night, we have the Pac-12 Championship. USC versus Utah, Woo! 8 o'clock, Fox. USC is in with a win. football, Carl. Yeah. I love it, mm. man. Even if it's a little Pac-12 action <laughs> on the West Coast. In Las Vegas, Clark. Wait, can we call this Paction? Paction, yes. Yeah. It is some okay. Paction. Paction. Some Paction, all, all right. right. Go yeah. ahead. Give me your score. Give me the Southern California Trojans, Clark. All right. Nice. Give me the Trojans, Clark. Yeah, forty-two this, to thirty-five. Ooh, that's a very similar score to last uh, matchup between these two teams. I think they I think Utah won forty-two to forty-one or forty-three, okay. forty-two, I don't something remember. like that. Uh, it was a very close game. I did watch that one. Um, 
they matched up really well as a back and forth game yeah. the first time. But I do think USC has a stronger um, offense. They've got a lot more to play for, obviously. They got the momentum. They understand the goal. Yeah. Um, Lincoln Riley will get his first. Uh, oh, yeah, it would be his first Pac-12 championship. Yeah, first Pac-12 so, championship. Year um, one leading them, man. Going yeah, I, out could, there I could definitely see it. So, give me, yeah, give me the Trojans with a win. I think they're fraudulent. I think, and then we'll, we'll get to it, but I think when they come to Atlanta, Clark. Oh, we'll maybe expose them? It, but I, oh, they'll be exposed. Caleb Williams like do a little Bo Nix back in the day at all, mm. man. When everybody thought that he was just God's gift of football, scrambling around, and obviously he's better. But I'm talking about just the style of play of yeah. backpedaling 20 yards and just running around. And and when you play an athletic team full of five-star talent and discipline like the University of Georgia defense, man, that, that don't bode well, Clark. That don't bode well, but in the past, some athletic quarterbacks has been a uh, the kryptonite. To some, I mean, but Baker Mayfield, I don't know, man. Look, I, I think don't he's know. the closest thing we'll ever see to Baker Mayfield. I don't know. We will see. I think that. Uh, I think that uh, we will. We will do. And their defense is not not good. We will move the football on them. But hey, we'll see. We'll that's that a matchup, <laughs> and we can analyze it later. But yep. it's fun to talk about it right now too. All, All right. right, here we go. Saturday, Big Twelve Championship. TCU versus Kansas State, 12 o'clock, ABC. Adam, a good thing, too, right quick, uh, about these games, Pac-12 Championship and Big 12. Yeah. We'll know a lot about yeah. uh, who's in, who's not in after these two games. So, yeah, yeah. Um, who First do you two like? games kicking off, man. Oh, man. Um, I want TCU to win, Clark. I am going to pick TCU, but it would not surprise me if Kansas State wins just because this game, Kansas State controlled a majority of the football game um, in the regular season game, and then TCU came back and won. But TCU looked real good against Iowa State last week, Clark. Maybe, yep. maybe they know where they have got the disrespect that they have got, and always everybody thinking they're going to drop one here, drop one there, and they uh, they finished the deal, man. And um, uh, it'll be an unbelievable story from year one coach Sonny Dykes going thirteen and zero, winning the Big Twelve. Um, but Kansas State's got a strong team, Clark. Uh, it's going to be very tough out, but uh, I'm just going to go with TCU. Yeah, I'm going to stick with TCU, but man, Kansas State is one of those teams that makes it tough to win. Yeah, uh, yeah. and it's going to be a close game, I'd imagine. Shoot, it could, it could come down to a last possession yeah. kind of thing, but yeah. we'll see. I mean, we'll see. TCU is battle tested. They've been through a lot of adversity this season. Uh, you look at that win over Baylor. That that team knows what it's like to be under pressure. That's right. So that's right. Uh, hey, I think there's something to that. Yeah, give me TCU. The ACC championship, the most boring game. On the slate. On the slate. Yeah. And it's Charlotte. not even close. In Charlotte, Clark. Um, I, yeah. Clemson versus North Carolina, 8 o'clock, ABC. You could probably find a ticket for $3. Yeah, absolutely could. That would be interesting to look up and see. But uh, I would say, Clark, that uh, both of these teams coming off heartbreaking losses to their in-state rivals, riding some losing streaks coming into this game. Yeah. Um, I would love to say that North Carolina would win this football game, and they might, but I think Clemson will win. I'm going with Clemson. All right, I'm going to say this. I think Clemson makes a switch at quarterback. I think, I think DJ's time may it's be done. He's doing as a Tiger. Uh, I don't. I, I, it's Cade Klubnick so. or yeah, whatever. Yeah, uh, Texas, I, th I think. I could. I, I could see Dabo. Uh, well, I don't know though. Dabo's He's a loyalist. Ride DJ out. I don't know. Year. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, Clemson wins. Just, just, <laughs> I don't. Even, I'm not even going to pick this game. That's how little I care. It, do, it doesn't matter. That's your okay. choice, brother. <laughs> Big there Ten Championship. Purdue versus Michigan, 8 o'clock. Fox, how did Purdue get here? I don't know, like, man. What? The Big Ten West is just wild. Yeah. It is the wild west. Because one, one week you think 
oh, Brett Belima's Illinois final line is going to get in there. Then you think Iowa's going to backdoor again, even though they cannot move the ball the ball forward in Kurt uh, <laughs> Ferentz's son's offense. They, oh, they're just going to get back in. Uh, Purdue and Jeff Brom, man, um, done a good job with that program. Clark, I think the faithful up in Purdue are, are happy with the guy in West Lafayette, Indiana. And um, I think uh, I think uh, what's going to happen is it's going to look like the last year's Big 12 mm-hmm. championship game. Michigan will run away with it. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I think this is very, uh, yeah. And we'll Michigan, see. Michigan should win pretty And then handily. we will all tune into ESPN, ESPN on Sunday afternoon and find out where the yeah. cards may fall. So oh, that's exciting. Let's do it, baby. It's that time of year. Yes, sir. All right, Georgia versus LSU, 4 o'clock. We had to do it one last time, Carlos. Yes. That was it. That was That's the last it. one. That was the last one that's going to happen on this of show. The season. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, Adam, that ain't going to happen next year. I'm going to give you my school prediction. You give me yours. Right, if you punch me, this LSU team in the mouth over and over, they are going to fold. We're yes, best sir, team man. in the country, Adam. It's not even close. And, uh, you know, I still believe we will repeat. I don't. I think I, you said yes, it at the sir. beginning of the season. I, I, I know I said it. It's in writing. We Man, are going right. to repeat Edging this football stone, season. Baby. Georgia is the only team in the country who can beat Georgia. That's right, baby. So, That's right. Give me the dogs 41-210. Boom. I love it, Clark. Man. Again, SEC Championship, it does not get better than this. The good Lord has blessed us with another year watching the dogs in Mercedes-Benz Stadium in December. Get around your loved ones, man. Make some good plans for this, whether you're going or not. Get excited about this football game. Get your red and black. Go out there and get you a new uh, Georgia shirt. Or, heck, save up for some SEC Championship game. Uh, Apparel Championship. Apparel, man, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun, Clark. It is very prestigious to win this. Georgia has only won the Southeastern Conference three times in the last 39 years, Clark. Uh, so, you know, this is something that we need to do. We need to add more of these trophies to the trophy case, man. Kirby Smart needs a second one. It's been five years since we have got over the hump in Atlanta. Uh, the past few years hadn't got it done in Atlanta, man. But this is one that we need to win. Something that's going to be exciting. Something to get a lot of momentum going forward. Get, get Win this game, Clark. Get rested up and get ready for the playoffs. Go ahead, Clark. This game is going to be rabid. George is going to come out firing. The fans are going to be elite. That dome is going to be rocking. Uh, there's going to be more dog fans there than LSU fans. It's going to be rowdy. It's going to be loud from the beginning. Get loud in your homes. Get loud in wherever you're going to watch this game. I don't want to hear you. I want to. I don't want to hear you on Sunday. You should not have a voice come Sunday morning because you're going to be so loud and bought into this football game, Clark, and dialed in, baby. George is going to win this football game. Repeat of 2005, 34-14, oh, baby. Like They're going to get one. They're going to get seven points in garbage time, man. They will impose their will, George Will, in the second half, man. Red and black confetti is going to be flying in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Book your flights to Los Angeles. Get ready for New Year's Eve celebration in Atlanta at the Peach Bowl. We're living in the best of times. It is the glory days of Georgia football, and we're here for another postseason run. Georgia is the king. Remember that. Your favorite football team is the pinnacle of college football, and they ain't coming down off that mountaintop anytime soon. Yep. It is time to let the big dog eat, baby. Join us at the college uh, show Friday night. Go dogs! Go dogs! Ooh, 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 ooh.